It's the MC's Country Cafe Coaches Show with Jeff Blankman. Thank you very much, Lance, and a good Saturday morning, everybody. No local sports with that snowstorm last night, but we're going to quickly run you through all of last night's college and NBA scores before we head into the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show on this Saturday morning. We'll start off in college basketball on the men's side of things, where it was number 7 Purdue over Nebraska, 92-65, and number 25 Illinois defeated Michigan by a final of 68-53. We slide over now to top 25 college women's basketball action last night to just a one game. Number two, Stanford cruises past number 22, Colorado, by a final of 60-52. In the NBA, Philadelphia down to Boston, 111-99. It was Phoenix over Indiana, 112-94. Orlando top Charlotte, 116-109. Detroit over Toronto, 103-87. Golden State beat Chicago, 138-96. Miami over Atlanta, 124-118. And Cleveland down San Antonio, 114-109. We'll be done back. Talk some Carol and Kemper sports coming up next year on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. It's that time of year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stopping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily specials, stop in today, try a slice of their homemade pie, a cup of soup, or all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 27 years. MC's, located on Highway 30 East in Carroll. Talking right now with Shane Vaughn, head wrestling coach for the Kemper Knights. They're coming off an outstanding last week. And, Coach, I appreciate you joining us here today. Congratulations on the week that you guys have put out so far. Yeah, thank you. It, uh, things are kind of, kind of going well for us right now, so it's, it's been fun. Shane, uh, before we talk about those, the, the, the TC invite, Tri-Center invite, which you took second last week and the wins over Ogden and West Central Valley on Thursday, I, I do want to talk about the upcoming uh, wrestling meet today that you guys are going to be hosting. It used to be known as the Kemper Invite, now going to be known as, uh, you know, for Bill Kane, going to be named after Bill, the longtime coach, and Bill's helped me on the radio do wrestling, and especially down at State for a long, long time. So uh, really cool that you guys are going to be able to name this off of, after Bill Kane. Yeah, um, you know, Bill Kane over the years has done a ton for the sport of wrestling as a whole and specifically for Kemper wrestling. So when you have your own tournament, it's kind of cool to be able to, to um, give back a little bit and recognize someone who's been so influential in your school's history. Take us through kind of the process of how you guys got this named after Bill. I just, you know, kind of people started talking. Um, Tim Fitzpatrick was talking and Mike Power and I were talking and, you know, it just kind of seemed like the thing to do. So, pretty uh pretty easy to make that decision when you know you've got a guy like coach Kane and you know there's there's no no reason not to um to name the tournament after him so it's really easy to to make that decision and move forward with it well coach looking forward to being out there for a while later on today to watch that I know the start time was pushed back a little bit uh because of the weather that uh, we've had come through the area but uh let's bounce back last Saturday went down to the tri-center invite had a great day a lot of individuals wrestling really really well for you uh which helped the team overall finish in second place Uh, I'm guessing really happy with last Saturday yeah um we had a lot of guys go out and compete and you know, pick up wins against tough opponents and kind of close the gap in some other areas. So um, pretty good performance, especially that first tournament coming back out of break. Um, You know, we had a long week coming out of break, and this was the end of the week, and I know the guys were feeling, you know, the, the extent of the week a little bit, but they responded well and they competed hard. Coach, uh, I can look through the results and kind of get an idea who I feel like wrestled well, but you know the guys they're wrestling against better than I do. So who stood out for you last weekend? Um, I know Cal Wanniger, some of those guys, Shea Parkas really went out and kind of dominated things, but who stood out for you by the way they wrestled on the mats? Yeah, um, Cal had a great tournament. Um, Obviously, you know, he's our champion on the day, so that's an easy one to pick out. But that opponent he wrestled in the finals was a real tough kid, and so... For him to control the match and go out and wrestle the way he did and walk away with the tournament title was um, was a good weekend for him. Anybody else kind of jump off the board at you where uh, maybe even if they didn't get a win, as you mentioned here earlier, uh, you know, wrestled better against somebody maybe that, that they had seen earlier in the year? Yeah, um, you know, like you said, a lot of our guys are kind of starting to put it together. Um, you already mentioned Shea. Uh, Hayden Stout had a good weekend yep. as well. Riley had a good weekend. Um 
and then we we sent a pretty big contingent over to Ogden for the JV tournament, and had a lot of success over there too. So even our guys that aren't necessarily in the spotlight all season are still getting the work done, and um, you know making gains in the background and um, starting to be where they want to be. Who were some of the guys that uh, that impressed you with the way they wrestled over at the JV meet on on Saturday? So Logan Ryle, um, he's a freshman, one twenty pounder. Mm-hmm. He went three and zero. Um, you know, he's he does a lot of things right. He works really hard, and he's starting to get that confidence going, and that's evident in the way he's wrestling. And he's been on kind of a win streak lately, so that's been really fun to see. Um, we've got a couple first year wrestlers, Tristan Jansen, Colin Kennebec. Um, who were able to go out and get some wins out there, too. So just, you know, a lot of good things happening for our guys right now. And, Coach, uh, you mentioned the team. I, I know the girls' state wrestling tournament began to be coming up. Uh, Kyra has been able to wrestle some for you this season. Is she headed over there? I haven't seen the list yet to know who's headed over there. Yep, she'll be competing at 135 for the girls' side. Talk a little bit about the season she's put together so far. Doesn't always get to wrestle girls, has to go up against the guys sometimes. So uh, what have you seen from her second year now wrestling? What kind of growth have you seen from her? Uh, her mentality. I mean, she comes out, she's always aggressive, she's tough, she's hard-headed. And, um, you know, she goes out and it doesn't matter if it's a girl or a guy across from her, she's going to go get after them and go fight and battle. And, um, you know, she expects to compete and expects to win every time out. And... She's been having a lot of success against other female competitors and, you know, wrestling a lot of tough guys as well, but not backing down from anyone. So it's uh, it's going to be really cool to see her get to go to a, a girls-only tournament again and see the kind of success that we know she can have there. Coach, let's bounce ahead then or bounce back, I guess, to Thursday and, and stuff. You guys headed down to West Central Valley, uh, knocked off both Ogden and West Central Valley. Um, a lot of falls, a lot of wins by fall, I should say. Um Look like you guys wrestled really, really well coming out of that Tri-Center meet. Did you feel like you saw the progress between those two you wanted to? Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of, you know, it comes down to, at this point in the year especially, it comes down to little details, and we're kind of starting to see that. Guys finishing periods on top, guys getting that last score before the whistle, um, you know, guys responding and doing different things that we've been working on that we haven't seen in a live competition yet. Um, so that was... It was a good night in that regard. Now, obviously, you know, the, the negative side is it also brought up a lot of little things that we still have to clean up. But it's good because that gives us direction and we know, you know, what needs to get worked on and where we need to go moving forward. What do you feel like you still need to work on? What are some of the little things that the focus needs to be on? Uh, you know, we got a lot of young guys that don't quite understand, like, the match situation yet. Um, like one instance that jumps to mind, we, uh, we gave up, we, you know, we got a bounce nine seconds left in a period and give up an escape and a locked hands in that nine seconds. And so it's like, he's kind of knowing like, all right, short time left. Is there a way I can finish on top or at very least not give up two separate points there? And, you know, he knows, um, you know, he came off and immediately was kind of shaking his head and okay, I know better than that. And that's good, but just an experience thing, you know? And like I said, it's, a lot of our young guys are just kind of still figuring that out a little bit. Coach, uh, the, the Bill Kane invite coming up today. Um, in Missouri Valley, usually there, Audubon there. Um, what are you guys looking at with that tournament, uh, and, and is this one you're expecting to go out and win? Yeah, I mean, anytime we go out and compete, we're expecting to win. Um, that's kind of, you know, the way our the way our program is heading, hopefully, and the mentality we're trying to build is, believing and truly feeling like we can beat anyone we set foot on the mat against and so this weekend's no different um we think we can go out and be one of the top teams there obviously there's going to be some tough competition with johnson sending their jv team up um storm lake's got a pretty good group of guys you know acgc and Audubon both have some guys that can battle and then missouri valley's a highly ranked program um a lot of historical toughness there with them so it'll be good competition for sure but it's also a good measuring stick for us again at this point in the year, and one I think we can come out and walk away with. Well, Coach, I, I hate to bring this up, but we're recording this for folks on, that don't know. You and I are actually talking on Friday uh, because um, you were going to be busy on Saturday morning. I just got a text. The duels are canceled for Saturday. So I uh, hate to hear that, but uh, um, sorry that you'll have to, to go the weekend without getting that, that event in. Yeah, um, you know, but on the flip side, it's all right to, take a weekend off and kind of recover and rest up a little bit. 
you know, we've had some guys feeling under the weather, so giving them another day to, to relax and kind of refuel their body and not have to worry about making weight is going to be going to be all right for them. And we'll just kind of bounce back and respond well next week with a couple more duels and then a trip to I-35. Well, Coach, appreciate your time here today. Enjoy the weekend off um, and looking forward to seeing you guys and catching up with you next week. Yeah, thank you very much. You bet. Head coach again at Shane Vaughn with the Kemper Wrestling Program. Back with more from MCs coming up next year on KCIM. Champion Ford's second annual grocery giveaway is now happening on Saturday, January 22nd. Fill Your Pantry is our gift to you. You heard that right. Drive through Champion Ford starting at 10 a.m. on Saturday, January 22nd, and receive a free bag of groceries, compliments of Champion Ford, while supplies last. You don't even need to get out of your vehicle. Pull up, roll down your window, and we'll hand you a bag. That's it. This is available to everyone. We want to give it away. 2021 is gone. Start 2022 on a great note. Champion Ford, where everybody wins. Eric Nongle, the head wrestling coach with the Carroll Tigers, joining us here on this uh, Saturday morning. Uh, Tigers are uh, going to be hopefully heading uh, down to the Perry Invite. They're on their way already here this morning. Uh, coach, uh, this storm on Friday kind of held up, kind of did a little things, but we did get some. But I tell you what, you guys had a great week. Uh, let's start with that match uh, on Tuesday night. You guys uh, took on ADM. Um, really nice conference win. Look to me, just looking at the results on track wrestling, uh, kind of a dominant performance for you guys that night. Yeah, our guys came on and wrestled really good on Thursday. We had Adele uh, right away, and we started off. At, I think we had like 18 JV matches, which was awesome, and it was just single duel. It's kind of kind of a little bit different, but um, started off at 106, and you know we kind of flipped some things around and put rather Zygmunt out at 106, and he started us off with a uh, with a pin, and then Draylon Schweitzer had a huge win against the 113 pounder, who's a pretty good kid. I think he only got like three, four, maybe losses at under 13 and you know had an overtime win which was huge and, and kind of started the snowball effect that, that that we really rely on and you know once you get in to the to our lineup where <clears throat> excuse me where you know where we're really tough and that's kind of where Adele was too so it was a big huge matchups for us in there and you know Cooper Ludwig coming out at 132 against Flora who's tough and Flora beat him at Dallas Center Grimes tournament earlier in the year, you know, and those guys have been wrestling each other for a while, long time, growing up together, and you know, getting a pin there, and that just kind of started that snowball effect again. Was that the biggest win for you guys, or what match matchup did you feel like was the biggest maybe win? Because that's a that's a good win to come back and get the Flora kid from that had gotten him, as you said earlier this year. Yeah, that's a good win for Cooper and and building his confidence and getting him rolling, which, you know, Cooper doesn't lack confidence and he gives you everything he's got. But a key, couple key matchups in there was, you know, 13 when we moved uh, Draylon to 13, we needed to kind of get that win, which we knew would be really, really tough. And then um, 52 with Justin Reesberg, we knew that was kind of like a swing, swing match to kind of keep the momentum, you know, on our side, knowing that we were giving up 82, 95, and 220, you know, so – you always get a little nervous when you got those three weights in there that we just we know we're going to be giving up 18 points and it kind of scares you a little bit. But you know, I would say you know those those three wins. And Carter Drake had a tough win against a really good kid who who uh, beat the Jensen kid from Winterset like the week before. So, and then you walk into 45 with Jaira against Ben Smith, who's a ranked kid and state qualifier. They, where we matched up, they matched up. So it was really good for our kids to to to, to pull that through. So. Coach, you mentioned the three empty weight classes. They're open ones uh, towards the top there. Um, any chance anybody slides into those here soon? Well, we we got Connor Schlegel at 220. He was sick for about a week and a half, so he's still got a service. I don't want to say service time, but he's still got time <laughs> to make up to before we get him out there. And then we found out that uh, Caleb Vanderheiden, who would probably be our 195-pounder, has got to have meniscus surgery. So that's kind of a damper in there. So the way it's looking, unless – Unless magically something happens, I don't, I don't think any of us are making that. I know coaches aren't making that weight. Other than that, I don't, I don't think we'll have it. You're not going to try to get down to 220 or 195? Oh, I could, but I'd die. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, I know last weekend you guys headed to that Ames tournament. I remember talking with you last Saturday morning as you guys were on the road there, and, and uh, you knew it was going to be tough. Um, the team, yep. the team standings probably, you know, uh, not maybe where you wanted or where you expected. I don't know. 11th, I think, if I remember right. But yeah. uh, you had a lot of individuals that I thought really performed well. How did you feel like things went last Saturday? 
yeah, team-wise, our goal was top 10. You can get top 10 in that tournament, you know, you're doing pretty good. And, you know, we missed it just missed it a little bit. And I, I thought our guys wrestled well. We had one bad round in there, which came down, I think, the second round in our quarterfinal round. And that when, when you get to those tournaments that have those really, really good teams and, and tough tournaments, we, you kind of get the habit that that quarterfinal round is still just kind of a normal round, but that quarterfinal round could be a semifinal round. It's kind of like the state tournament, you know, when they when they didn't draw it out. You could get the number one kid in the you know the number five kid in the state against the number three kid in the state. You know, just just that little matchup in there that you know seating wise can kind of twist some things. And when you don't have a seating meeting with coaches and they kind of just committee do it, you know, it's hearsay and track does its thing, but. You know, so we had a second round that was probably a little more difficult for us that maybe we weren't quite prepared for. We kind of went in there maybe maybe a little nonchalant, but it got everybody's attention real fast that, you know, this tournament, is, it's a buzzer, and, you know, we had some matchups with some guys that beat us the round before or maybe we beat the round before and kind of match up. But otherwise, I thought our guys performed well out of that week, and we, our guys were shot. Come Saturday, you should have seen it. I think we got done at like 5, 6. I can't remember what time we got done, and – they were exhausted. They're, they were very, very tired after that long emotional week. So I thought we performed pretty well. Today you guys head, as we said, to the Perry invite. Uh, what are you looking at with that one? I know it's going to be strong, but how do you how do you not have what happened last week happen this week for you? Is, uh, do you think the guys are more focused? I, I think they're more focused. Uh, we, You know, we were talking as coaches, just looking, you know, at who's going to be there and, wrestling Adele, it was kind of a weird little situation. They kind of pulled us off the mats to clean the mats in between, and our guys were upset. Like, we were still drilling. And our guys were upset because they're so routinely in things that that they got upset. Like, we we changed the schedule on them, and not by our choice, but just by the other team's choice. And our guys were upset with it, you know. So we had to find a way to kind of calm down. So I know they're focused. When, it, when it's that type of mode, you know, usually most guys are like, okay, we'll just stop, get ready, and, and wrestle. They wanted to finish their warm up. They wanted to finish their routine. They knew what they had to do, and and that's one thing with this. That's one thing with this team is they're really focused, and it comes from our senior leadership of Carter Drake and and Sterling Rodman and 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 you know the the younger guys, our junior class, and all those guys that have been wrestling for how long. They just that leadership is there, so I think that focus is going to be back on it. And if not, we're, we're going to get their attention, and, and that second round is going to be huge. So we just got to kind of look forward to that. Well, Coach, hopefully this is you not having to have those conversations before that second round coming up today. Have a great trip. <laughs> <laughs> have a great tournament over there today. Uh, hopefully you guys can pull out a, a, a complete win of that thing and, and sweep some honors over there today and get some first places. So congratulations on just an outstanding season so far. I appreciate you joining is here today and best of luck hey thanks for all the support and uh go tigers you bet head coach again eric naga with the carroll tigers we're back with a more from mc's coming up next year on kcim jeff blankman caught up with coach Nagel following that interview and uh, just an fyi that the perry invitational has been canceled for this morning it's that time of year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stopping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily specials, stop in today, try a slice of their homemade pie, a cup of soup, or all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 27 years. MC's, located on Highway 30 East in Carroll. Deb Danner, the head boys swim coach with the Carroll Tigers, joining us here as we take a look back at the last week and a pretty good week for the Tigers. Uh, they're going to hopefully be headed up to Fort Dodge for an event coming up yet today. But uh, a busy week, Coach. You guys wrapped up the home meets on a Tuesday night. Uh, got a really nice win uh, against uh, Des Moines Lincoln. Let's start there before we bounce back to last weekend. Um, how did you feel like things went, guys? Were You sounded like in the email I got from you with the results, you were really pleased with Tuesday night's performance. Oh, definitely. It was uh, fantastic. Um, we, you know, we mixed up our events a little bit, and, um, you know, the boys just, they had some great swims. They were feeling good, and yeah, we saw a lot of personal bests uh, against Lincoln. Anybody really stand out to you about how they went out and performed? Well, like um, Sam Jansen yes. went a one double O in his uh, backstroke, so that was just like exciting to see. Um, 
his best has been like a 103. So, uh, you know, 20 seconds off is, <laughs> is pretty fantastic. Um, Tristan Blair uh, dropped his 500 time down to 519. So, um, you know, he was really excited about that. And, and so were we. Um, you know, that was just a lot of fun to see. We're, we're just like really trying to gear him up to uh, take the, the record down at the end of the season. So, you know, hopefully he can do that. Um, but, yeah, those are a couple of really fantastic things for us. Uh, the whole night just went great. We, we saw a lot of a lot of great swims. Um, you know, even Tristan uh, went on to feed and is doing it free. So, um, you know, that was his personal best. And that also, um, you know, the boys just had <laughs> a great week. It sounds like they had fun with it as well a little bit. Oh, definitely. It's senior night, and, and they're just, you know, having a good time nice and relaxed and, and that really does make a big difference in the swimming when they're, they're a lot more relaxed and, and just enjoying things. Coach, I remember talking with you last Saturday and, and, and you guys were headed down to the Johnston invite and you talked about the depth and the strength of that tournament and uh, you were really more worried about the times that you guys were going to swim rather than you know where the team was going to place. I got the sense in looking at the results uh, pretty happy with the times and they were closer or, or where you wanted them to be last weekend? Oh, yeah, definitely. The boys swam some great times. Um, you know, like I said, we, we weren't looking to see where we were going to place. Um, you know, we're, we're going up against uh, five teams that are ranked higher than us. Um, so, yeah, we, we just were looking to see what kind of times we can put out there and um, you know, coming off of some hard workouts, and, and they did a great job with it. Um, you know, I, I don't see any swims that I wasn't happy with, so, you know, they did a fantastic job with that. I like to ask you this every now and then because I know the answer before I say it, but but uh, did anything surprise you? And I know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> they all surprised me. <laughs> Usually you say nothing surprises you because you know all your swimmers so well. <laughs> practice for you guys on Friday because of the snowstorm that uh, everybody's well aware of. How do you, how does that affect you guys going into a meet on, on, on a Saturday? So they're getting some rest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They're happy. And if that makes them happy, then we'll swim well. (laughs) Do you feel like that's going to help them out? And do you feel like they'll be pretty strong going up to Fort Dodge today? Yeah, actually, um, they're going to do great. Uh, you know, we, we kind of pumped up our workouts a little bit all week long, knowing that this was a possibility that we weren't going to have practice on Friday. So, um, you know, we like I said, we, we pumped it up a little bit. So they actually kind of need a little bit of a rest. So um, it'll, it'll be really good for them. What's the focus going to be? for this group now the rest of the regular season all of a sudden we're we're just a few weeks away from you know the sectionals and the state qualifying meets and all that stuff it, it it's going to be upon us before we know it so um what are you going to focus on what are the things you're hoping to work on between now and then yeah you know so we're, we're really been working on our uh, streamlined off and kicks um turns um you know the boys are still kind of uh vying for spots on the relays so you know we've been working a lot of sprints um but yeah you know start just just your basics we we just you always go back to the basics and try and fix everything that you can and you know they're they're conditioned they're ready to go that's that's not a problem it's it's making sure that we hang on to that technique throughout our entire race is that been a strength of this group the technique and the technical part of swimming um yeah you know the boys have been really good um, you know, we, we do a lot of drill work. Um, they really work hard on, on making sure their strokes are correct. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's a big plus for the boys. When does the week um, that you like that the boys don't generally like, how, how far away is that from starting? 
next week. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it had I to be told, getting close. I haven't told them yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope I don't break the news to them on the on the coaches show here this this morning. So, no, most of them pretty much have that figured out. <laughs> they they know how it goes. So it, it's just the newbies that will be surprised so <laughs> well coach best a lot coming up in fort nodge today uh and, and enjoy the week that's coming thank you <laughs> <laughs> head coach deb danner again with the Cowboys swim team we're back with a more from the mc country cafe coaches show that's next year on kcim Christy Campisi with Kathy Steffes from DePaco Community Credit Union in Carroll. 2022 is here, Kathy. What a great time to start organizing your finances for, for 2022 in the future. Absolutely. Just like your physical well-being, we benefit from our regular financial checkup. It's a great opportunity to review your goals, your budget, your investments, even legal documents like your power of attorney and will. There's a lot of organizing that you can do for the future. You know, ask yourself the tough questions. What if you're suddenly unable to care for yourself and your finances? Are you prepared? Let's take it a step further. Do you have a plan in place for when you pass away? And you also have to consider any life changes. Anytime you experience a life-changing event, it's important to review your accounts, insurance policies, and documents like your power of attorney and will. Make sure your accounts have the correct information and updated beneficiaries. We at Dupaco, we have a free money makeover that can help guide you through your financial checkup. You can either stop in, call us, or you can get some of our free financial tools and resources at dupaco.com. Keeping your finances on track in 2022, DePaco Community Credit Union. Sean Manahan, the boy, head boys basketball coach with the uh, Kemper Knight basketball team, joining us here as we take a look at back. It was a very good week uh, for the Kemper boys, 2-1 and one, uh, this last week, especially with that game move from Friday uh, to Thursday night down at Glenwood. Uh, the Knights last Saturday knocked off um, Esac County on the road, fell in double overtime to a very good Des Moines Christian team then on Monday, and then Thursday night went down and picked up a huge conference win down at Glenwood. Coach, congratulations. Even though you had a loss in there to Des Moines Christian, had to be really pleased with uh, with maybe not all of the outcomes of this week, but how the guys went out and played. Yeah, I mean, we played, you know, really good basketball um, in, you know, all three games. Uh, both In all three games, we did a lot of things that we, you know, can still improve upon. So uh, the nice thing about that is, you know, the guys can't be satisfied because, I think they know as well as I do that, you know, we, we still got places to climb and, and uh, we can still get better. Coach, let's start with that Des Moines Christian game. I know it was the one loss this week, but a double overtime game against a team that was 8-2 and two coming in, uh, ranked 66-64, had a chance in regulation to win it, um, got the lead in that first overtime. How crazy of a game was that? Um, you know, it's it was a good game. It was back and forth. Uh, you know, we saw a lot of different guys step up and do some nice things for us. Um, you know, at the same time, we, uh, you know, continue to do those things that kind of hurt us in, in the close games. Both Denison games, you know, we, we didn't do the things necessary down the stretch. Um, Heelan, um, Van Meter, you know, Denison, they're a team that's ranked in 3A that we should have beat once, if not twice. Um you know, got Van Mita, they're the number one team in 2A. We had them at our place. We, we could have. Keelan hasn't lost since they played us. So um, those are really good teams that we've competed with. We just didn't do the necessary things down the stretch to close it out. And then Dwayne Christian goes, it was just that again, where we just, we needed to execute a little better down the stretch. So it was a little disheartening. But at the same time, the guys, uh, you know, they're able to bounce back. Coach, you talk about that bounce back. It went down Thursday night to Glenwood. Uh, game had to be moved from Friday, so all of a sudden you probably had to kind of – game gets moved on Wednesday. That changes your prep a little bit because you were – as of Wednesday coming into the day, you thought you had Thursday to kind of prepare for that game still. But uh, uh, able to go down, got a 62-55 conference win on the road and not an easy place to play. What stood out for you about the way the guys showed up and played on Thursday? Uh, you know, we were out without one of our starters in Isaac Evans, and, you know, the first thing that stands out is the way that, you know, the next man up, in this case it was Evan Adams, stepped up and did a really good job for us. He's been playing pretty pretty big minutes for us this year. Um, he just got a chance to play even more minutes, and he stepped up and, and did a great job um, defensively. He didn't score any points, but he rebound, got five rebounds, communicated really well, um, you know, and, and that's just a fun thing. But, you know, we had given the guys Tuesday off because, you know, we didn't think we had a game till Friday. We had three games in four days. So we're just on get get rested and, 
and kind of recharge their batteries. And then all of a sudden you go up Wednesday and you're like, all right, we're going to have to move it to Thursday. So you go from having two days prep to one day prep. And um, we're always short practices on Wednesday. So we just we kind of – the guys did a good job of locking in and, and focusing on what they needed to focus on. Coach, did Glenwood push you guys at any point? I mean, I know it's only a seven-point game, but did you feel like you were in control of most of that game? Yeah, I mean, we had a really good first quarter. Um, I think we were up on them 17-12. to 12, um, But honestly, they're, all their layups, they, they're, I think all their points came up on we just miscommunicated a little bit early on. You know, it showed with, the, you know, not having Isaac out there, who's, who's probably our best communicator on the team. And we were missing some, some help on some back screens as they were giving up some layups, things like that. Uh, but offensively, we scored 17 points. Um, our, you know, our, our points per possession was over one, which is really good. And it, that's, it, we're happy if we're above one. Um, and then the, we probably left six to eight points out there just off of missed layups. We did some really good things defensively. We were able to get out in passing lanes, um, able to push the ball off of rebounds and things like that. So, um, we scored 17 points, but we, you know, we challenged our guys at the end of the quarter, saying, "Hey, you're you're still leaving points out there." Um, second quarter was kind of more of the same, but it is a slower pace. Um, they pressed us a little bit, then um, in a full court press, and, and we handled it pretty decent, I think. Um, it's just our shots didn't quite go in quite as well, but defensively, we, we played really good in the second quarter as well. Coach, let's bounce back briefly here to, to last Saturday. You went up, kind of a local rivalry matchup with you guys in Sac County. What a game that was. Aiden Von Draca had a big game for them, and I thought really shot them and kept them in the ballgame. But uh, you had a lot of different guys step up. Evan Adams, huge off of the bench rebounding-wise. Um, you guys just had a lot of different guys that come up with hitting shots and did the things that you needed to do. Got a hard-fought win in that game and had to be pretty happy with the way you guys battled and pulled that one out. Yeah, I mean, our our whole plan into that going into that game was to make sure you know Tyler Schmidt doesn't beat you, and and uh, you kind of roll the dice on everybody else, and and we did a really good job on Tyler. You know, he scored 11 points, seven of them came from the free throw line, I think, something like that. So, yep. um, you know, we did a really good job defending him. Um, you know, that really speaks highly of you know Nate Overmole and and Carter. Uh, Putney are the two guys who went out and, and did a, just a great job on him, taking turns, guarding him, and, and contesting him. And the rather, all the other guys were locked in. Um, you know, as like you said, they had a guy who'll go and hit five threes on us, which was tough. And because he had, I think, two going in on the end of the game, he had yep. five against us. So that's just, we joke that it's kind of the luck that we have. I'm sure all coaches feel that way that, you know, some other team's going to have some kid who's not a great shooter go off. and and, you know, sure enough, that's what happened to us. But our guys did what they needed to do down the stretch, and um, so that was fun. Get a couple of days off, uh, but back to action in the conference on Tuesday at Clarinda. Uh, never, a, never a fun road trip. It's always one of those long ones that you guys kind of get used to in the conference. But um, pretty good ball club this year. What are you looking at with Clarinda? Um, you know, off the top of my head, I, they return a really good player from last year. I'm forgetting his name, but he can really go out and score. Um, they're going to compete really, really hard. They have a post player who's about 6'5 or so, maybe a little bit taller than that, who's really talented around the post and, and really efficient from a field goal percentage standpoint, and she's going to challenge it from the rebounding. Um, you know, and they're lost. They've, they don't have the prettiest conference record, but all their all of the games that they're, they're in, so they have a chance every game. And, and just as I was talking with Coach, Coach Schulte from Glenwood the other night, you know, Teams one through ten in our conference are more than capable of beating anybody on any given night. So uh, you might be the you might be the favorite in the conference, but you could still lose to a tenth place team just because that's how deep our conference is this year. Well, coach, congratulations! An outstanding week last week, and that big win down at Glenwood on Thursday. Best of luck coming up Tuesday down at Clarinda. Appreciate you joining us here today. Yes, thank you. You bet. Head coach John Minahan again with the uh, Kemper boys basketball team back for more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show next here on KCIM. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes. I'm Colaguard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Colaguard is non-invasive and it's used at home. 
It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. MZ Gunch Cafe Coaches Show continuing here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM KCM. Talking some Carroll High boys basketball right now. Randy Beeson, the head coach, joining us. Tigers 1-0 this week, picking up their fourth straight win. Randy, congratulations. You guys playing some great ball out of the week. Got a nice win earlier this week. Appreciate you joining us here today. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a good game on Tuesday, 8 a.m., uh, even though the record didn't appear uh, to be as, as good as what they really are. We knew it was going to be a tough game, so it's good to find a way to come up with a win. Yeah, they came out playing really pretty well. Um, grabbed the lead, I think, if I remember right, against you guys in the third quarter, but uh, a 19 to nothing run. You outscored them 22-8 to in that third quarter, kind of opened things up, and, and you guys shut the door on them, I thought, after that. Yeah. Uh, we got out of the gate really well. Uh, held them to eight points in the first quarter. We had 15, so we did a nice job. And they switched it up a little bit, went a little zone, and, and uh, they got in a little rhythm there in the second quarter and uh, outscored us 17 to eight. And uh, you know, we we were one and done. We took some open threes and just couldn't get them to fall and uh, couldn't get any old boards. And they really did a nice job of slowing us down. So. Uh, went to halftime, had to regroup a little bit, and uh, third quarter we came out and, uh, you know, back and forth a little bit to start. But uh, we we threw on a couple different presses and tried to speed the game up a little bit, and uh, we're fortunate to go on a pretty good run there uh, in the third quarter and start of the fourth quarter. So uh, I, I think our, our defensive pressure and our press uh, really, you know, turned the table for them. Uh, we forced some turnovers. We got some easy ones in transition off those turnovers and uh, went on that big run. Yeah, I was going to say, Coach, there was a couple of plays that were, I think, back-to-back, if I remember right. Nick Mackey saved one to Booth, uh, to Kayla Booth, and then I think uh, found it was either Caden Cook or Ethan Langling for a layup, and then it was kind of Kayla came up with a steal, and you guys got back-to-back buckets on turnovers. But I thought the hustle play by Nick, if I remember correctly, saving that ball kind of helped jumpstart things a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, we got some guys that are pretty quick and pretty athletic. And, uh, you know, sometimes in the in the half court, just playing defense in the half court, you can't really utilize uh, their strengths as much. So uh, we tried to speed it up a little bit and let those guys be athletic on the press, and they did a nice job. But, uh, you know, they stayed in that zone to start the third quarter. Caleb made a really nice pass to Ethan Langley for a layup. Uh, and then I think uh, Caden Cook penetrated the middle and had a nice pass to Evan Hammer and got about a three-footer. So I think that scared them a little bit. They got out of that and went to man, uh, which helped us out a little bit when, uh, when you're not making shots. Uh, you know, it's easy to sit in the zone and, and force, a, force the other team to make outside shots. And we weren't getting them to fall there in the third quarter, but all of a sudden we got a couple of easy ones and felt a little better in the, the third and fourth quarter. Coach, uh, we mentioned a little bit Evan Hammer the other night in the postgame. Uh, man, he was critical for you guys early in that first quarter run. Really did a nice job of establishing himself down in the paint. Yeah, you know, for a sophomore, uh, he's really gotten a ton better from the beginning of the season. You know, he's still picking up things here and there, but he's he's one of those guys that brings energy all the time. Uh, he's always clapping his hands, trying to get guys fired up and get guys going. Uh, you know, whatever it is, he, he always seems to jumpstart us a little bit. He's always super active in the first quarter. We do a better job of finding him, and he's done a good job of finishing around the basket in the last couple games. So, uh, you know, and then defensively, he's, he's gotten a lot better, too. He's blocking some shots now and, and doing some things. So it's really nice that, you know, we talk about this all the time, having different guys step up. You know, we, we can always expect Caleb to go out there and score a bunch of points and be a good passer. I mean, he ended up with 22, and, uh, probably had four or five assists, four or five rebounds, just like he always does. You know, but if we can get some other guys to step up and do some things. Uh, makes us that that much more dangerous. You know, uh, Ethan Langling, I big game. Him getting a basket there in the third quarter, but I think he had eight or nine rebounds, uh, fifteen points. So he had probably one of the best games that he's had all season, and uh, 
not just because he scored 15 points, but he was just active and got rebounds and did his job on the defensive end. You know, Caden Cook might not have scored a ton of points, but I think he had eight or nine rebounds as well. You know, and when you got guys that are willing to just do some of the little things and not worry about the points and who's scoring points and things like that, but getting a bunch of rebounds and getting steals and deflecting passes and playing hard, uh, you know, it's a, it's a lot of fun to coach. And uh, those guys really enjoy playing with each other. So it makes it a lot of fun. Coach, really happy with where you guys are at right now. I mean, we talked, I mentioned the win streak, you know, at the beginning here of the interview, but uh, it just seems like you guys a little crisper maybe coming out of the break. Yeah, I think so. You know, early on in the year, we're still kind of learning what we can do, and the guys are trying to find their spots a little bit. I, I feel like we're in a pretty good spot now. The guys are a little healthier than what we were uh, in the past. and uh, So, yeah, we're playing well, but uh, we've talked about this many times. The conference is really deep. You know, there's there's four or five teams up the top that are all uh, any given night. You never know what's going to happen. And uh, we want to put ourselves in a position where we're one of those teams that can go out and compete. And I think uh, we're playing good enough basketball now that, uh, you know, once we once we play North Polk again and Ballard and Winterset and some of those teams that are up towards the top that uh, we're feeling good about ourselves and we can compete and do some things. Game Friday night, last night uh, postponed, rescheduled, though, for this afternoon. Girls game will start at 2. You guys will follow probably between 3.30 and 4 o'clock. Got Gilbert, I remember talking to you Tuesday night about this game. They pushed you, had a chance to get you over there early in the season. Both teams probably better and different teams than what they were when you guys met the first time. But it's that start kind of of the second time through the conference schedule right now. What do you got to do to go get a win today? Uh, yeah, I mean, they're length, they're, they're long and lanky. They blocked some shots. Uh, they gave us trouble at their place. They kind of played a little matchup zone, uh, which gave us a little trouble. We, we didn't shoot the ball well at their place. Uh, and it was kind of a lot of one and done as well. So, uh, we'll have to do a better job against their zone. Uh, but you know, we talked the other night when we were watching film and, and going over them, I think we're so much better than what we were second, third game of the year, you know, and, uh, they're playing some different guys too. Uh, you know, after they they held us close and almost almost beat us, they ended up uh, beating ADM, uh, beat North Polk, and North Polk's at the top of the conference. You know, so they're definitely capable. Yeah, I think they've lost five or six straight since then, uh, but they're definitely capable, uh, as you know. Of uh, you know, Caleb Booth had to make four or five threes there in the third and fourth quarter at their place in order for us to to beat them. So. If we're not ready to play and we don't take care of it and we just settle for jump shots, uh, it'll be one of those games that uh, might come down to the wire. But hopefully if we uh, can speed them up a little bit and, and share the basketball and defend like what we've done in the last few games, uh, we'll hope for a good outcome. Well, Coach, appreciate you joining us here this morning. Best a lot coming up later on today. Looking forward to seeing how you guys do this afternoon. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. You bet. Head coach Randy Beeson again with the Carroll Boys basketball team back with more from MCs coming up next year on KCIM. Daniele, it's cold outside. Okay, here's the solution. Hot chocolate, Bailey's, up to 0% for 84 months on select used vehicles with approved credit and 200 used vehicles. See dealer for details. Find new roads here at Mackey Motors and visit us on the web, MackeyMotors.com. We'll see you soon. We're back here at the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show each Saturday morning through the fall and winter sports season. Right now we're talking Carroll Girls Basketball with head coach Katie Cook. And, Coach, always good to get a chance to catch up with you. How's things going for you guys this week? Uh, We lost Tuesday night to ADM. We've been battling some injuries. um, And then our game Friday night was canceled we'll play today too so not a great week for you guys injury wise i know maddie tuning didn't play tuesday night how much did that affect you guys because that was a a no no real a chance to prepare without her because i think she got hurt monday in practice if i understood correctly right well i think maddie brings a lot of speed to our team a lot of defensive defensive pressure and she helps us break our press at times playing that two sometimes one two or three spot um so we definitely missed maddie how have you guys adjusted here in the last couple of days getting ready? I know you were planning on playing Gilbert on, on Friday night, of course, now scheduled for a 2 o'clock game this afternoon. Uh, but uh, how has that helped you guys be able to get a couple of days of practice maybe without Maddie uh, being available? 
I'm just adjusting uh, the game plan a little bit. Like I said, she brings a lot of speed to our team, so we're looking at not pressing as much. Um, I'll save some legs that way. We have one less person in our regular rotation. Um, so we'll probably play a little bit more uh, half-court D. Coach, uh, you mentioned the loss to ADM, 49-41, that final score the other night. Um, as you've had a chance to probably go back and watch the film and, and, and do some studying on it, you and I chatted after the game in the postgame interview that night. Uh, you guys had some moments where you played pretty well. Um, what did you think of it after you kind of went back, in, uh, back and watched the film? Well, uh, a few things. I mean, to ADM's credit, they played a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. We wanted to shut down their leading scorer, uh, number 13 and well we did that but they had two (laughs) girls two other girls go off i mean a role player of theirs had 18 points um their point guard who typically scores about seven points a game had 16 points um and they shot great from the three-point line They, they played a really good game um like you said we lost by eight we missed 14 free throws yes six for 20 from the free throw line and and it killed us. So, how shocked were you? In the end, s- that was that's what that that was the deciding factor. Coach, how shocked were you on the six of twenty? Because you guys are a better free throw shooting team than that. So, and and every team has a night like that every now and then, or maybe once a year. But how shocked were you to to just see the struggles that night from the line? Very. I mean, like you said, we typically shoot well from the free throw line. Um, and, you know, like like we talked earlier, Maddie was out of the rotation being injured. Uh, maybe the legs weren't there. Maybe we aren't focusing enough on it in practice. I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, definitely on the agenda the next day was make 14 free throws. <laughs> Coach, I thought one player that jumped off the board at me a little bit that night, especially on the defensive end, was Addison Clucky. You, you talked about, you know, the defending the Stork girl who came in as their leading scorer that night. And I thought Addison came into the game. Stork was playing pretty well early and did a really nice job defensively against her and made things tough for her, and she ended up fouling out of the game. Yeah, Addison Clucky was fantastic Tuesday night. Um, and she... Is she somebody who does it doesn't always show up on the stat sheet, but she gets I mean, she's tipping rebounds so that we end up with the ball. She's getting deflections, she's making those box outs. Um she and honestly, um she's she's one of our captains and there's a reason for that. She leads um she's she's a leader at practice every day in in the huddle. She's our biggest vocal leader on the team. Coach, I thought you guys did a good job getting to the rim on Tuesday night, maybe not finishing as well as you would like. What do you contribute maybe some of that to? Just some changes we've made in practice. Um, just getting the timing of our offense down. We we called more set plays Tuesday night. I mean, I thought, I thought offensively we looked a little sharper. Like you said, we didn't finish as many as we'd like to, but... You know, when you attack the basket, you get more chances at the free throw line, in theory. Um, but then, that being said, you got to go make your free throws. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mentioned that you guys worked on those on Wednesday. Did it go pretty well? Yeah, I mean, they were going to make 14, and they weren't leaving until they did. So <laughs> I know they at least made 14 uh, free throws that day. So, and it, it, you know, the, having the game moved. Um, our Gilbert game moved from Friday to today, this afternoon, gives us a chance to shoot shoot here this morning, which we'll get some free throws up to, getting ready for Gilbert. Coach, where do you feel like your team's at right now? We're, we're what, about a week or so out of, the, out of the holiday break, two weeks out of the holiday break. Do you feel like this team's where you want it to be, and where's the growth still available for this team? They're not where I want them to be. I think... Jeff, we started off pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we were three and one at one point, and feeling pretty good about ourselves. And we got a little complacent, and it's caught up with us. So we're at we're at that halfway point where we start playing everybody in the conference over again. And I think it's going to be a it's going to be telling these next couple of weeks um, about how the rest of our season is going to go. Let's see how these girls respond. If they're ready to keep pushing the envelope, or if they're ready to settle. 
Coach, you mentioned the second time through the conference, Gilbert, you were able to get them over there the first time. That was a really nice win. Had a really good defensive game. I know they've got a, a girl headed down to Drake that's a really good ball player, but uh, got to have the confidence having beaten them once that you can get them at home here today. Absolutely. We're feeling good going in, um, and it's on our court. So hopefully the girls show up ready to go and the you know ball falls in the hoop. Coach, I appreciate you joining us here today. I know with the game coming up, you got things going on this morning, so appreciate you taking some time to sit down with us here this morning and chat about uh, the weekend and, of course, the game coming up today. Best of luck uh, coming up later on today, and uh, we look forward to catching up with you again next week. All right. Thanks, Jeff. You bet. Katie Cook again, the head girls basketball coach with the Carroll Tigers. We'll step away. We'll take a break. Back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show right here on KCIM. It's that time of year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stopping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily specials, stop in today, try a slice of their homemade pie, a cup of soup, or all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 27 years. MC's, located on Highway 30 East in Carroll. Let's talk a little Kemper girls basketball. Tyler Tryon, the head coach, joining us here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Coach, uh, a long week for you guys. Ended up having to move one of your games from a Friday to Thursday because of the storm that rolled through the area Friday into this uh, Saturday morning. But uh, um, tough week for you. Um, started last Saturday with the loss to East Sac. Also fell to a good Des Moines Christian Club. Uh, and then went down took on number one Glenwood uh, on Thursday night. So uh, what do you take away from the week? What do you think like the girls learned from this last week? Well, they definitely learn how to deal with some adversity. We've been, uh, we've had some, you know, sickness go through our, our program. Nothing serious, just, you know, seasonal colds and stuff like that. We, uh, and then we had, you know, three pretty tough games. We went up to East Sac and, uh, and couldn't, couldn't throw it in the ocean. And East Sac found, uh, they shot the ball well. And then that just kind of set up for, kind of a long week but they you know they the girls their attitudes are fantastic and they're they're still working hard and playing hard so that's good to see you mentioned that that's something i've noticed with this group i don't think that's going to go anywhere this group likes to compete they like to go out and play and they're going to give you what they've got every time they're out on the court they will and, and the other thing we talked about last night after the glenwood game is is keeping things you know understanding uh, the right perspective on how to view some of the stuff. You know, we went down and, and played Glenwood, who's the number one team in 4A, and after the game in the locker room, uh, the the team morale was fantastic because they understood the challenge that they had to go down there, and they found ways to compete with a really good team at times. And they also, you know, uh, ran into a buzzsaw there in the first quarter, but, you know, they, they understand – kind of where we're at and where we're trying to go. And coach, one of the other things that jumps off the board for me is is you know what you're going to get from, you know, from Catherine Mayhall almost every night, but I look at like just the last 3 games, Cora Thompson had a big game offensively. You know, of course Mayhall did, Aubrey Hewton did. You know you're going to get someone for Annie Glenn uh, gets back to health, she's going to be able to score, but you've got different kids that can score the basketball. It's just getting everybody kind of having that happen on the same night. Yeah, and it uh the games are starting to run together, but, um, you know, there's glimpses at times of what we can do collectively. And it's just a matter, um, you know, just having trust in the knowledge that it, it's going to happen at some point, you know, we've got, you know, what's going to get out of Kate most times, but she's still not shooting the ball as well as she's capable of. And, you know, still the same with Cora and Franny can put the ball in the hole and Aubrey is, an absolute bucket if she ever, you know, gets things clicking. And she did. She she had uh, we had a JV game yesterday. She played first half, and we we scored twelve points as a team, and she scored all twelve. So uh, it, as soon as, as soon as it comes together, and we Coach Yetmar and I are confident that it's gonna at the right time, um, it, it's gonna come together, and, and we're gonna be able to do something pretty cool. I think. 
Coach, you mentioned here as well a lot of the games running together. That's got to impact game planning for you guys and prep time for you guys as well. I mean, we talked about last week you had a bunch of games just played on Saturday, and then you played, I think, again on Monday against Des Moines Christian, and that was with like three games in, in, in four days. Then you turn around and you get two days uh, to prep instead of, you know, or really one day to prep uh, in, instead of a couple of days, uh, you know, for number one ranked Glenwood. So how do you guys, with as busy as the schedule's been here coming out of the break, get all of the things you need to get in for each of those games? We are uh, mostly focusing on on what we do. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll tweak some things here and there, but we, we've got a, uh, a specific defense we'll kind of – we're, we're tweaking and getting better at, but then just concentrating on what we do offensively, fundamentally, taking care of the basketball, taking shots when we got them, being strong, going to the bucket, you know, just those little things that, like I said, once we, we get it all to come together, then then I think we'll, uh, we'll, we'll start to get to where we're trying to get to. Where do you feel this team has grown throughout this season? Well, I think we've grown – tremendously from the last Atlantic game. We played Atlantic whatever it was a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, and we we didn't look very good. We made some bonehead mistakes and trying to pass through hands, and Atlantic had some lengths that contributed to that, but since then, we've started to take care of the basketball a little better, and uh, even last night, the turnovers that we had last night, um, at least Glenwood forced them, if that's a positive way to look at it. You know, Glenwood's big and fast and strong, and, you know, they they forced us to turn it over as opposed to Atlantic where we were just, like, giving it to them, you know. So when you're, you know, when you're kind of where we're at, you, you look for the positives where you can find them, and, and that's one of the things that – so after playing, you know, the number one team in 4A, once we start, you know, even at tournament time getting into – uh, you know, playing other two-way schools, this this will benefit us down the road. Coach, uh, hopefully it'll start that benefit coming up for you on Tuesday night. You guys make that long road trip uh, down to Clorinda. I know it's not a fun trip, but uh, this is a game that um, may be a winnable game for you guys, a game to go down and gain some more confidence and continue the growth of this young team with just the one senior. What are you looking at with Clorinda, and what are you hoping to take out of that game? Well, heading up to Clarenda, we told the girls in the locker room afterwards, let's let's get healthy. You guys take care of yourselves this weekend. We got, uh, you know, a longer weekend, no school on Monday. Um, just get healthy. We'll talk Clarenda on Monday and then uh, and go down there and see what happens. The good thing is we're kind of getting used to the long road trips. So that, that usually – you know, it used to be you take – you know, you get on a bus and you leave at one thirty, and you, you get down there, and it's it's kind of a grind. But as you get used to it, and we've got some different travel options that we're utilizing, it, it doesn't seem to be as big of a factor. So we'll see when we head two and a half hours south to Clarinda on Tuesday. Well, Coach, we wish you the best of luck coming up there. Enjoy some of this downtime here this weekend uh, and the day on Monday. I'm sure you guys will get together and, and, and work on some things. But best of luck coming up Tuesday as well. And looking forward to catching up with you next week. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Jeff. You bet. Head Coach Tyler trying to get with the Camber Girls basketball team. Back with more from MCs coming up next year on KCIM. It's that time of year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stopping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily specials, stop in today, try a slice of their homemade pie, a cup of soup, or all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 27 years. MC's, located on Highway 30 East in Carroll. Let's take a look, quick look at that local sports schedule for today as we wrap up again the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. And again, keep a look at our website. Some of these things may update as the day goes on due to the weather that we had come through the area last night and into this morning. But basketball-wise here today, uh, Audubon entertaining Xyra Ilkorn Kimmelden. I'll have the broadcast for you today. 93.7 at KKRL is the place you can find that. Uh, pre-game coverage for the girls game between 245 and 250 with the uh, girls varsity game scheduled to start at 3 o'clock. We'll also be bringing you a live video with that one today on our KCIM YouTube page. You just go to YouTube and search 1380 KCIM and pull up and watch and listen to that game. That's powered by New Way Ford in Coon Rapids. 
Glidner Alston entertains Westwood of Sloan today in girls basketball beginning at 2 o'clock in Carroll High. Uh, they are hosting Gilbert this afternoon. Girls game will start at 2 o'clock. In wrestling, Carol is at the Perry Invite this morning. Audubon and Kemper at the Kemper Bill Kane Invite. That has been canceled for today. Coon Rapids Baird goes to the Griswold Tournament. Isaac and South Central Calhoun at the Twin Lakes Conference Meet. That is up in Rockwell City. They are going to start wrestling there at 2 o'clock this afternoon. And then boys swimming, Carol at the Fort Dodge Invite scheduled for a 1 o'clock start this afternoon. And again, check out the sports schedule page at 1380 KCIM for updates on that schedule. I'll keep things up to date and of course we'll have it on the radio here across all of our Carroll Broadcasting stations coming up today. Thanks to MC's Country Cafe uh, for hosting the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. You can find us every Saturday morning here on KCIM from 8 until 9 o'clock and thanks to all the coaches uh, for coming down today. Uh, don't forget we'll have the Brinks Exterior Sports Report coming up with all of the sports information from all of today's local sports coming up later on tonight. Have a great day, everybody.